It was just after 10 p.m. on a Monday evening as the Crosstown bus pulled up to the bus stop and opened its doors. The old lady in the blue dress and white shawl stepped down on the sidewalk, carrying the brown paper shopping bag with the thin, twisted handles. The doors closed again, and the bus pulled back out into traffic as the old lady continued west on Hollywood Boulevard, shuffling in small, deliberate steps. She turned south on Argyle Avenue and continued at her snail's pace towards Sunset Avenue. It had taken her nearly 15 minutes to make it to the first intersection at the corner of Argyle and Selma. She checked the dainty watch on her wrist as she stepped into the intersection. Her timing was perfect. The neighborhood was deserted and she was alone on the street. Her weeks of surveillance and note-taking was about to pay off. The Silver Jaguar stopped just short of the thick white line at the intersection and waited as the old woman carried her shopping bag toward the opposite curb. It seemed to take this old lady forever just to make two feet of progress, and the Jaguar's driver was growing steadily impatient. He tried revving his engine, but the little old lady didn't even look up. She just kept staring at the pavement in front of her, black low-heel pumps, and kept walking. The Jaguar's driver sighed and swore under his breath before laying on his horn. Now the little old lady stopped in her tracks and turned toward the silver sports car, glaring at the driver. He honked again, trying to get her to move from in front of his vehicle. She set her bag down on the pavement, bent over and reached into it. When her hand came out of the shopping bag... The driver could see that she was gripping the pearl handle of a Colt 44 Magnum revolver with a suppressor on the end. She assumed the shooter's stance, leveled the barrel of the gun at the driver's face, and pulled the trigger just once, making a perfect round hole in the windshield. The slug tore through the glass and entered the driver's face just below his left eye. A split second later, the back of the driver's head exploded onto the headrest behind him, and he slumped forward, his body ending up laying across the horn. The horn blared continually as the old woman set the handgun back in her bag, grabbed the handles, and calmly continued across the intersection. She continued south on Argyle, picking up her pace somewhat. She made it to the corner of Sunset Avenue in a fraction of the time it had taken her to travel the first block. She waited for less than a minute before the first bus stop, and she stepped up into it, deposited her fare, and took her seat. By the time the neighbors had come out to see who was blowing that annoying horn, the old woman was three blocks away, smiling wryly to herself. Near the corner of Sunset and Highland, the old woman stood and pulled the overhead cord, listening as the bell dinged, signaling the driver to stop. She stood in the rear stairwell and exited the bus, walking south on Highland. She walked to the ladies' room at the rear of the service station and locked the door behind her. She slipped out of the blue dress and stuffed it into the shopping bag, pulled out a floral print dress to take its place. She also stepped out of the comfortable pair of black low-heeled pumps and slipped into a pair of black square-heeled sensible shoes. When she'd finished changing, she picked up her shopping bag again and left the service station restroom, walking back toward Las Palmas Avenue and heading south at a slower pace than before. She walked past the first three houses and then turned up the walk toward the fourth. 
She fished a key ring from her pocket and let herself in through the front door, closing and locking it behind her. She set her shopping bag down just inside the door, pulled down the shades over her front windows, and turned on the overhead light. She walked down the hall to her bedroom and pulled the gray wig from her head, laying it on the bed. Her red tresses tumbled down to her shoulders as she finger-combed them and shook them loose. She pulled the shawl from her shoulders, unzipped the flowery dress, and stepped out of it, laying it next to the wig before sitting on the edge of the bed to get out of the black shoes. Once she was in her stocking feet, she unstrapped the padded appliance from her midsection that appeared to add 30 pounds to her frame. It felt good to be able to breathe normally again.